Hi guys and welcome to my second podcast for Fiona Dalton's Irish Songbook. It's great to be back bringing you the stories behind my favourite songs from Ireland and of course singing them for you. (laughs) My name is Fiona Dalton and I am both a professional tour guide and singer from Dublin in Ireland. I have been singing since I was very small at the age of six and these days I sing in a gospel choir and at events as well as on one of my tours. Yes, a singing tour of Dublin. Can you believe that? (laughs) This is where I bring visitors to Ireland around famous locations in Dublin and tell them about each place and a wonderful song associated with it. You get to learn and sing the song with me. The good news for you is that this tour will be available to you virtually and very soon in collaboration, of course, with my partners at Austin Ghost Tours over there in Texas. So giving a big shout out and thanks to Austin Ghost Tours owner Janine and her trusty sidekick Stephanie here on Renegade Radio, who I have not met yet, but I do hope to get over there soon once we are permitted to travel again. We have been working together online for a year now to develop our tours and it has been brilliant to get to know them. So do keep an eye and ear out for the launch of my virtual tours of Ireland on St. Patrick's Week there in America, where the first two of my 10 virtual tours will be released to partake in with bookings from there through Austin Ghost Tours itself. And I hope to be chatting to you live that week as well. Meanwhile, I'm going to entertain you for the next little while here with this week's song. Now, those of you familiar with Ireland might have heard of this one. It's called The Fields of Athenry. Athenry is actually a little town in County Galway in the west of Ireland. The song is so famous that tourists visit the town actually just to say they have been there and there is even a pub called the Fields of Ath and Rye and after a few pints of Guinness you'll be belting out the song till your heart's content. (laughs) They even have the lyrics on the wall to help you. The writer of the song Peter St John was even invited to the town for a civic reception for putting Ath and Rye on the world map. He wrote the song after hearing a story of a young man he calls Michael from the area of Athen Rye, who was convicted and deported for a lowly crime in the 19th century Ireland and decided it merited a song and this is how it came about. So it's actually a recent song from the 1970s in fact, which is rare for such a well-known Irish ballad. Some of them come from centuries back. This haunting song is a homage to the great Irish famine of the 1800s that sent millions of destitute Irish emigrants fleeing to the new worlds of America and Australia after a potato blight wiped out the independent potato crops here in Ireland for a few years running. The song is also a dig at the British for not doing enough to save what was part of their empire at the time. Indeed, the crux of the song is about this fact, and it is known now that food exports to Britain ironically increased during the famine. 
So when the produce that was made should have been left in Ireland to feed the starving. In the song, a fictional man from Galway steals some of the corn destined for Britain and when caught he is deported to a penal colony in Botany Bay near Sydney, Australia, as far away from his lovely Ireland as you could get and never to return like so many of his compatriots. British, you see, needed cheap, healthy labour to generate growth in their far-flung colonies. So, for even the smallest misdemeanours back here, desperate, petty criminals were loaded onto the ships that were sailing across the world, a punishment far exceeding the small crime committed. The corn stolen in the song is stated as belonging to one Charles Edward Trevelyan, who, as one of the British civil servants in Ireland at the time, said these incredible words on the famine, and I now quote, The judgment of God sent the calamity to teach the Irish a lesson. Does that not shock you even today? Of course, it was not his exact corn, but that of a local farmer in Athenry. But the message is that this heartless British ruler was going to make sure all the corn was destined to be brought back to England. The rest of the song refers to the wife Mary of the convicted man now having to bring up a baby without a father and that she is now lonely not having her husband to help in the raising of their child. All he was trying to do was get enough food to survive another day in the hell on earth that was the Great Famine. This fantastic song has been released around 50 times in fact and now has become a sporting anthem whenever Ireland plays at soccer, rugby or indeed any sport even at the Olympics. Even the Scottish sing at at their matches as around 100,000 Irish end up in Scotland from the famine so there's great mutual regard between Scotland and Ireland and of course we are both Celtic countries and next door neighbours by around 20 miles at the closest. So it is fitting that the writer of the song is actually Scottish, but to us Irish, the Scots are our brothers, genetically and culturally, and of course we both had to fight off the British. In America, the most famous version is by the Dropkick Murphys, the fantastic Boston Celtic rock band that you may have heard of if you are an Irish-American. And the song also appeared in the movies like the Dead Poet Society. Naturally, it's very high up on the song lists all around the world, in the thousands of Irish pubs littering the globe. If anything, it is a constant poignant reminder that Ireland had a huge injustice of the famine imposed on it by its former colonial ruler and that this tragedy will never be forgotten. And this is why the Irish have written so much about it in the song and verse also, that present and future generations will learn that this wrongdoing was both survived and overcome, so that the fighting Irish who would become who they are today. Remember, half the American presidents hail from Ireland, and that is some achievement. There is at least one positivity in that today. Many millions of ye guys over there consider yourselves to be Irish in heart and spirit. So sit back now and enjoy my rendition of this most beautiful of Irish ballads. By a lonely prison wall, I heard a young girl. 
stole Trevelyan's corn, so the young might seek the morn. Now a prison ship lies waiting in the bay. Low lie the fields of Athenry, where once we watched the small free birds fly. Our love was on the wing, we had dreams and songs to sing. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. By a lonely prison roll, I heard a young man calling. Nothing matters, Mary, when you're free against the famine and the crown. I rebelled, they cut me down. Now you must raise a child with dignity. Low lie the fields of Athenry, where once we watched the small free birds fly. Our love was on the wing. We had dreams and songs to sing. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. By a lonely harbour wall, she watched the last star falling. As the prison ship sailed out against the sky, for she lived in hope and pray for her love in Botany Bay. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. Low lie the fields of Athenry, where once we watched the small free birds fly. Our love was on the wing, we had dreams and songs to sing. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. It's so lonely round the fields of Athenry. I will talk to you again next week for another classic from my Irish songbook. So, this has been Fiona Dalton talking to you directly from Ireland. Stay safe and have a lovely week there stateside. Bye.